So I am going to say that uh, that Falk has been asleep for about an hour at this point, and he's going to need to get at least six hours of sleep before he is going to be back to, I don't want to say normal, <laughs> but less insane. I think less insane is the good way to put it. Fair. Because <laughs> Falk is insane, just not as insane. Back to a Falk normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Normal is a relative term. <clears throat> exactly. So, um, I think that instead we will go to... What do you want to be doing immediately after your rendezvous with uh, Hard Wyatt? <sighs> well, let's see. We came back... We rode all night, didn't we, to get back to town? Yeah, so you'd probably be a little bit exhausted as well. Normally, I will not let you do five hours of rest and call it a long rest, but in this situation, because I already have enough fucked up timelines, let's just keep y'all fucking together. (laughs) Please and thank you. (laughs) No, the fucking together already happened. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Falk likes to watch. I forgot about that. Um, Or at least insane Falk likes to watch. He had no say in the matter. He was charmed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well alright <laughs> anyway so I was going to begin with you Alivari but instead I will just have you roll me a perception check 18 so Falk you begin to kind of groggily wake up in your um in your Spartan hotel room at the crossing house. And the last probably seven hours are just a blackout for you. And you're kind of looking around your room and you notice that there is a person sitting in the chair and it's not hard Wyatt. It's this uh, elven woman who's wearing a large hat. She's got this long black hair that's uh, braided um, going down her back. She has this olive green sort of uh, poncho on, and she has a sword laid across her lap. Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, hello. Uh, what can I uh, do for you? The half-orc. Where is he? Uh, hell if I know, he ran off a couple days ago. Like, uh, what do you even need with him? And why are you coming to me? Like, you have taken something that belongs to my employers. Ta. I don't know, uh, if you know much about, about me, but, uh, you know, I'm a man of the law. I'm sure you saw my my badge sitting there on the on the desk beside the bed I'm not really in the business of taking stuff well I found the gold at the gunsmith's shop and he said he got it from you oh yeah well uh yeah it was commandeered from uh people that actually were criminals and seeing that there was uh you know no bank receipts or anything like that. There's no way of getting it back to uh, whatever bank they came from. It did not come from a bank. 
whatever mint or processing thing or whatever exists out here in the uncivilized lands. Uh, we'll just say that the like gauntlets underneath the, the sheets right now. Okay. And so um, your employers. Yeah, we kind of heard about this. The consortium. I was told that you're smart. <laughs> you put you put together the pieces well. Yeah, um, you know, I've heard some things about the consortium, and uh, a lot of what they do isn't quite um, in the legal and just uh, acquisition of property. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're at an impasse here. I don't think any of us have uh, the proper right to that gold. But I tell you what, it, it saved this town from a fucking god-awful thing the other day. You will deliver me the half-orc. Uh, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> it's not quite like my thing to to do that, you know, especially from, you know, I, I don't know you other than you work for a criminal organization and you're kind of creepily sitting here watching me sleep with the sword in your lap and I uh, just not really feeling it. Sorry. <laughs> she kind of strokes her chin for a second and then laughs softly and says I mean if it's blood that you desire let's dance um like as she's saying that sentence I cast message to Alivari and I'm like wake the fuck up come into my room right now you absolutely wake up Alivari yeah be ready to fucking fight um not me by the way (laughs) <laughs> I will get dressed as quickly as I can and get in there then. I will pause outside the door to see if I hear any scuffling. Or if I, if it's loud enough that I do hear it, I'm just going to rush in. I don't think you hear anything yet. Okay. Um, but the door is locked. Oh, it's locked. Should we go ahead and roll some initiative now? Since it's obvious. Yeah, that... we might as well. Oh. Yeah, that, oh, okay. that she's... Appropriate. All right, I got a 13 plus 8. 7. So, uh, holy 21. Shit. I'm only saying holy shit because of what I just rolled for my initiative. <laughs> it's either a natural 20 or a natural 1. Which is it? <laughs> it's a 29 overall. Oh, holy okay. shit. Well, I guess she's going first. <laughs> so, I think, uh, let me go ahead and roll. Why don't you roll me a stealth check, Alivari? Okay. 16. Yeah, she doesn't know that you're out there. Um, Falk, I think uh, first thing that's going to happen is she's going to swing her fucking sword at you. And so she just literally stands up very slowly and nonchalantly, and the sword starts to glow a little bit in, in like this uh, sort of like iridescent purple color. And wow. Okay, well, that's nowhere near as good as what I rolled before. Uh, 12 probably doesn't hit your armor class, huh? Nope, it's a 16. <laughs> it's, it's t- I rolled a 2 plus 10. What the fuck, dude? I rolled a 19 on my initiative, but... Um, and because she's not concerned about you whatsoever, she literally is just like... I think that she, that she telegraphs her moves so much to the point that... You just kind of quickly lay back down as she slashes towards your throat and the sword just passes right over your face. 
and it is now your turn. What would you like to do? All right. Um, I am going to might as well uh, start off a little bit easy. Um, I'm going to uh, attempt to charm person. All right. And what kind of save is that? So that's a wisdom saving throw, and my DC is uh, 15. That meets 12 plus 3 is 15. All right, so I'm like, uh, well, fuck. <laughs> and I, um, I'm going to run to the door and uh, try to get out of the room. So your gauntlet glows with power for a second as you try to sort of wave it in front of her face like a Jedi would. And she goes glassy-eyed for just a second and then kind of shakes out of it. And you use that moment of knowing that the spell didn't work to start dashing towards the doorway. And so, Alivari, uh, you see the door open uh, in front of you, and there's Falk right there in the doorway. And I imagine that you're kind of like crouched down, getting your thieves' tools out, ready to open it. And mm-hmm. so it is uh, your turn, and you see this woman in the green poncho, and she looks very angry and is holding a sword. Falk, what the fuck's going on? Behind me, sword woman. What did you do? I don't know. <laughs> Miss, hi, I'm Alivari. What's going on? It would behoove you not to get involved. Now move aside. I'm afraid I'm terribly involved in this. Um, uh, Falk? So my thieves' tool's in my hand. You can use a free action to pull a weapon out if you'd like. Um, so I'm going to pull out my flute, and I'm going to play a nice little kind of a, a lullaby type tune. Okay. And she needs to roll a wisdom? No, Christmas saving throw. Sorry. So you see her again start to kind of go glassy for a second and then she shakes it off and immediately charges at both of you and she is going to swing her sword twice at, uh, at Falk. Jesus fucking... Oh, wait, no, I have a plus 10. So, 17 on the first one? Yep, that hits. And a 24 definitely hits, so... Is it damage? So you're gonna take 18 points... Or, I'm sorry, you're gonna take 16 points of slashing damage and 2 points of necrotic damage as this sword just slashes into you into your back once um or I'm s- and then the second one will be for the second one will be 10 slashing and 5 necrotic as she just quickly slashes you twice with this long sword and again she just doesn't seem very unnerved by you guys at all or really very concerned that there's two of you now and it is your turn Falk all right um for one, ow. Um, <laughs> Falk, the, the red potions are healing potions. Uh, no, don't worry. Uh, I'll take care of that when I need to. Uh, first of all, I'm going to cast Levitate on her. <laughs> which, okay. Um, she'll need to succeed on a constitution saving throw, uh, a DC 15. Um, and if she fails it, like, uh, she'll be levitated. Well, that's in that one. <gasps> okay. So, yeah, I levitate her, and, um, it's concentration up to ten minutes, so I'm like, 
Okay, we need to run. And um, we uh, are, I'm going to start to bolt um, down the stairs. So I'm going to take an, app- an opportunity attack at you, but I'm going to do it at disadvantage because she just got taken off of her feet. And because uh, okay. you guys were in melee range before you decided to sprint off. Seven on the first one and 15 on the second one. So that is going to hit. Dude, I'm rolling solo on damage today. This is bullshit. So that's going to be eight slashing and three necrotic. All right. And now she doesn't look so calm anymore. She looks very upset and is like the way that she flailed the sword at you was in nowhere near as precise as it was last time. That was a concentration spell or no? Yeah. Yeah, concentration for the levitate. So I got to stay within 60 feet of her, but I imagine we can run downstairs and um, still be within 60 feet of her. Absolutely. So why don't you make me a perception check as you get down to the bottom of the stairs? All right, hold on. I'm still trying to figure out that um, that healing thing. So it's like I have no uh, problem, healing points equal to uh, my warlock level, which is one plus one. Seven times two, so 14 damage that I'm going to get back. And, uh, yeah, we run downstairs, and I'm assuming Alivari's going to follow me on her turn. Yeah, why don't you make me a perception check as you, uh, as you get past the area where the, the upper floor would block your view, and you can see into the crossing house. All right, that is a uh, 20. That's the first 20 I've ever gotten on perception with Falk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a natural 20? Natural 20. Oh, nice. Okay. So you can see that, uh, that there are the normal group of miners that, uh, are at the end of the bar, but every single one of them, uh, is dead. Like there is blood just covering the fucking, uh, covering the bar and you, you don't see anybody behind the bar at all. Uh, but there is a lot of blood. All right, well, seeing this, the the first thing I'll run to is, like, probably to, like, run up to, to the bar and lean over it to see if I'd see um, one of their bodies down there. Polly Jorgensen. Fuck. You son of a bitch! It's your turn, Alivari. Okay, Alivari doesn't know that yet. <sighs> now, I don't know what he did to you, but... What is going on here? Bring me the half-orc! Uh, he's not in town right now. Um, I'm sure we could come to an arrangement. Yes. Let me down from this spell and we'll come to an arrangement. Uh, I don't quite know how to do that. I'm sorry. Uh, you just stay there for a second. I'm going to go check with Falk and see wh- how we can co- maybe have a little conversation. Would that be okay? Sure. We'll have a conversation. I am going to use um, my uh, cunning action to disengage as a bonus action. Okay. And move the fuck down the stairs. All right. And... You see the same thing, and you can see that Falk is leaning over the bar at this point, and he looks visibly shaken. <sighs> Falk! Yeah, I'm like, uh, I bring my hands up to my head, and I'm like, fuck! Uh, Falk, uh, she she says she's maybe gonna talk to us. It's 
Polly, isn't it? Yeah, Falk just shakes his head, um, you know, like letting her know that that she's, you know, gone. And uh, we we got to check on the others. Um, uh, can I look around or on my twenty? Did I happen to see if any of the other um, ladies were were down here? You don't think so, no. All right, uh, we got to go check up there in their room. We can't go up there. She's she's floating on the ceiling. We can run past her again. After the last time you ran away from her? Well, just don't go within five feet of her. But she said she's willing to come to an arrangement. Maybe we can stop. Yeah, I, I'm really sure she's gonna come to an arrangement. Nah, I got <laughs> I got ten minutes on this spell, and so we need to make sure that anybody left alive is out of this building, because uh, you know. If push comes to shove, we're going to have to to light this bitch up. All right. I'm going to take you guys out of initiative for the time being because she is very much so, uh, like, she can't do anything at this point until this spell is over. So, you know, there's that. Right. And so, yeah, you guys can do what, uh, what you guys want to do um, for the time being. And once 10 minutes is up, then shit will get real again. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, uh, where's my fucking pistol, Samantha? Uh, e- mm, I will say that I had it with me to, like, I was going to hand it to him, but I just hadn't gotten the chance yet because I would have done that. How the fuck? What happened yesterday? Uh, it's a long story. We better get upstairs if we're going to get there before she gets out of this whatever she's in. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, did she hand me the pistol? Yes. Yeah, I throw it in my holster. Actually, I keep it out and keep my, you know, um, the hammer pulled down. I run back up there. All right, so you guys both sprint down to the end of the hallway where the door is that leads up to the third floor. And the door is locked. I, uh, I cast message to Andrea. Andrea, can you hear me? Yeah, don't worry, you don't have to say anything out loud. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Listen, can you get out of the windows and, and onto the roof and then, like, out of this place from somewhere up there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think I can. Oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god. Is, is Sylvia and Princess okay? <laughs> they're, they're up here too. They're up here too. Alright, I'm gonna need you to. Ah, uh, fuck it. Uh, I'm coming in the door. Uh, uh, I hope you don't mind that I kick it in and I kick in the door. Alright, why don't you uh, go ahead and roll me uh, strength or athletics, whatever you prefer? <laughs> That's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> So you kick up against it and your foot just bounces off of it and the door barely budges. And now your foot just hurts at this point. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm like laying on the ground, like holding my shin. <laughs> Folk, uh, just give me a second and I'll pull out my thieves tools. Do you want me to roll for it? Yes, please. That's a 20. That'll do it. I swing the door open. And there's a, there's a stairwell that leads up, and you can see at the top of the stairs, uh, Sylvia has a shotgun pointed down 
Um, and she she doesn't like as soon as she sees that it's you guys, she moves it so it's no longer pointed in your general direction. But basically, she created a choke point, so anybody that would have to come up the stairs would have to deal with a an ass full of scatter or of uh, buckshot. So, Sylvia, that was very smart. Now we need to get you out of here. That woman is currently tied up, and she's not going to come after you. But we got to get you out of this out of this building right now. She just nods. She do- it doesn't seem like she really has any words at this very moment. And a second later, you see Andrea, who is just. I mean, her face is a wreck. Her eyes are red. Um, There's tears streaming down her face and Prentice is in much the same condition, but Andrea's holding her and she's uh, maybe five or 10 feet behind uh, Sylvia at this point. And she looks at you and nods as well. All right, you can run with me? They both nod. Let's go. And I'm going to lead them out and trust that Falk will come behind. Yeah, I'm like um, limping up the the stairs now. I'm running wet back out. I'm leading them down stairs and out the front. All right, we're running down the back down the stairs, and we run past yes. the the crazy lady. And um, so as we're uh, running past, I, I message uh, the fucking knife woman, and I'm like, "You are so gonna fucking regret this." Will I? And you see her smile for a second as you uh, run past. And when you guys get downstairs, both Sylvia and Andrea kind of pause for just a moment and just look around their bar and then follow you guys out of the crossing house. And you guys are now uh, out on the porch. All right. So, uh, yeah, once we get out there, I'm um, making sure to be careful not to go outside of the range of um, the effectiveness of the You don't think that you could drop off of the porch then? You think that okay. the porch is about as far as you can go. Um, so I, I uh, tell them, um, you guys go to the church and, and hold up in there. Um, anyone you know that's armed, get them and, and take them with you. And, and you know, make sort of a, a kind of perimeter around the, the church. I don't know how many more of these people are around. All right, all right, all right. And you see him, you see both of them uh, start sprinting across the uh, town square, past the well, and towards the uh, church. Is there any kind of um, bell or system on the front of the crossing house, or would that be in the the church to like signal that there's issues or trouble, whatever? High or low, Kim? High. It doesn't matter. That's a fifty-three. Well, damn. <laughs> All right. But at the I'm same time, though, you do have a gun, don't you? I have. I, well, I do, but I have thaumaturgy. So I'm just going to yell really loud. There is an elf at the crossing house that is killing everybody. Get to the church and get safe. I think at that point, Deputy Portnoy runs out of his uh, office with both pistols drawn, uh, running towards <laughs> you guys. Um, as soon as I, I see him and he's running over, I'm like, she's with the consortium. Right, okay, um, what the fuck do we do? Yeah, she's somewhat subdued for the next uh, few minutes. Uh, I say we go in there and start taking pot shots at her while she can't move. Um, I'm not. yeah, right, fuck it, let's go. And um, you guys actually see that doors are starting to open of the various businesses and things like that. And 
And I say, I think Falk, you lock eyes with Tathleel of uh, of Gottfried's general goods as he's like peering out, kind of like looking at you, like what the fuck. <laughs> I, I kind of do the shoulder shrug and um, the hands kind of go up like, I don't know, <laughs> this is what's going on. <laughs> and then I kind of motion my head towards the, the church and like, you know, kind of glare at him like, yeah, get out, get down to the church. He, uh, he then throws the door open wider and you see uh, his very elderly mother. She's got a cane and he's sort of trying to help her across the town square as fast as possible, but she doesn't move very fast. And so he's, you know, trying to coax her. You notice that almost all of the buildings open up and people start moving towards the, uh, start moving towards the church, not the gun shop. Ah, damn it. I hope he's all right. I got a bad feeling though. Yeah, yeah. We should go take care of her before she gets anybody else. All right, and then, uh, yeah, I head back up there. Why don't you make me a perception check? That would be a 13 plus one, 14. Okay, so you go to look into the room for a second, and immediately after you poke your head in and then remove it again, a gunshot rings out and a bullet hole appears in the floor very nearby where your uh, where your head just was. Ah, oh, damn it! She's got guns too. Fuck! I'm gonna cast shatter on her. Okay. And that covers a sixty foot. No, sorry, ten foot radius sphere. Um, okay. So each creature within a ten foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a Constitution save of fifteen or greater. So that is a 24. Oh, well, she makes it. So, 29 divided by 2. She takes that in thunder damage. Um, so, 14? Yes. You are all going to die! <laughs> oh! This would be... This would be glorious! You definitely uh, see that some of the some of the wood that makes up this room is starting to crack and splinter, and uh, Deputy Portnoy is like leaned up against the wall, like with his back to it, and both pistols up near his head, and he's like, "What the? F- Who the fuck is this? I don't. What the fuck is going on here? She she came in here and she killed all the guys downstairs, and now." I don't know what the fuck's going on with her and Falk, but she ain't gonna rest until everybody in town is dead. She wants to kill Igmit, and uh, she blames me for the the gold that she said was from the consortium. Oh, I don't know about the gold from the consortium, really, do I? Probably. I don't not. think that Portnoy does either. <laughs> and Portnoy definitely has no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. Yeah, okay. I guess we kept, just uh, said that we caught um, Mark Baggio with the, the gang. We didn't say anything about the gold. So, yeah. You stole gold from the consortium? Are you fucking insane? I didn't steal anything. It was Mark Baggio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right now, that's neither here nor there. We need to <laughs> do something about this bitch. And, um... And I say, I think about it for the second and I'm like, okay, so, um, you guys might want to leave, um, for a minute because, uh, and I hope that, I hope they had insurance on this place. I'm going to cast a fireball in that room once everybody's, uh, out of the way. (laughs) 
because I don't need to see her to be able to uh, point the, um, the fireball in that room. So I am going to say then that all of you guys are going to get three more things that you can do after this fireball. Okay. And then the levitation spell is going to be gone and we're going to go back into initiative. And so I'm going to give her disadvantage because I feel like uh, making a dexterity save when you're floating is very hard. That would make sense. All right. 13 on the first one, nine on the second. What's the thing? Well, that's plus 10. So that's a 19. Fuck. She is just like OP on all these saves. So uh, it's 27 damage to her. It would have been double, right. um, you know, for the magic doubling, but yeah, it's 27. Right. Hmm. And is the room on fire now? Oh yeah, there's there's all sorts of flames everywhere. <laughs> so will she be taking uh, constant um, fire damage for the next few no, rounds? No, definitely not. The majority oh. of the fire is on like the blankets and the things on the ground. Oh, okay. I mean, eventually, if she sits in there long enough, yes. But for right no. now, I would I would think uh, no, because she's kind of floating above it. The smoke is probably the worst part for her at this point. I think we need to get outside and and spread out so she can't like get us all at once with that sword. It was glowing and shit. I'm sure that thing is way more deadly than whatever she's shooting out of that gun she had. All right, I'm gonna shatter one more time. Yeah, and all I'm right. gonna fireball one more time. All right. Um, the shatter is a fail. The fireball is a success though. Oh, okay, so it's uh, 28 damage this time for the fireball. Cool. Another whoosh of flame just shoot out of this doorway. <laughs> 24 total, so 12 for the shatter for her. Gotcha. And now you guys need to get the fuck out of here. Yep. Yep. All right. Portnoy, let's go. Right, right behind you. I'm, I'm not waiting for shit. Fucking kidding me? <laughs> and, <laughs> and you guys uh, head out. And uh, so Portnoy... Uh, goes and kind of positions himself uh, near his office um, behind, basically behind one of the pieces of rubble that is left there um, as a poor excuse for a wall. I'm also, as we're running down the stairs, going to cast, um, or use my um, mantle of inspiration as well. So as a bonus action, as I'm running down the stairs, I will be, um, I don't know, Light it up, 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 light it up, up, up. Everybody gets an extra five temporary hit points. Okay. All right. So uh, in the well, how far down does the well go before the level of the water? Um, ha- has Falk ever looked down there? I don't think so. But I'm going to run down the well. Uh, I'm going to run over to the well regardless, but I, I just want to know how far down the-, the water is, the level. Okay, so... You won't get all the way to the well before we are going to start initiative. Okay. You'll step off of the porch. Your spell is going to end. And we are entering initiative at that point. And you have how much movement? So that'd be 60 feet overall that you could move? Yep. All right. So you are 40 feet away from the well at this point then. Alavar, what are you doing? I'm going to take one of the Adirondack chairs, like shove it off the end of the crossing house porch if I can and jump behind it to the basically kind of around the corner ish 
so that I can still see the door to the crossing house, but like I'm kind of half behind the building and half behind an Adirondack chair. All right. That works. Um, so which one of you wants to call high or low? Oh, I'll go low. Okay, cool. Thank you. And that will bring us to your turn, Falk. All right. So I'm going to, um, I'm not going to dash. I'm just going to go, um, my movement and, uh, I, I, I'll still be 10 feet away from the well and I'm going to, uh, turn around and uh, for flavor, I'm going to switch out the, um, the rounds that are loaded into Samantha and put in the uh, blue shocking rounds. Okay. And um, then sort of um, hold my action to uh, fire that as soon as I see her. All right. Alivari, what are you doing? She's not out of the building yet. Nope. I'm... Ignore these dice sounds. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have my short bow out and I will be hiding. How far away from the crossing house are you right now? Um, I'm assuming it's like 10 feet to the end of the porch, right? Yeah, give or take. I'm going to say I'm like 10 feet further down. Um, both of you guys can make me a perception check. Oof, a five. Uh, 24. So, Elavari, you're peering out from your position behind this Adirondack chair, and you see this greenish blur come down the stairwell, and then you lose it for a second, but whatever it was, it was moving fast, and faster than anything you've ever seen. Like, faster than any horse, faster than, you know, a pronghorn running across the open desert. I mean, this was inordinately fast and it is your turn Falk alright so uh, with my five did I see it oh god no <laughs> oh okay well I'm gonna finish my movement and like um, take a quick look down the well to see how far down the water is how far down the surface of the water you'd guesstimate maybe 40 feet and then um, then I, I turn back around and um, and keep my gun aimed Oh, uh, for my action, I am going to um, cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself using my Warlock ability, or Warlock powers. Awesome. 8 plus 4. So 12 that I'll get back. So now I'm no longer looking rough, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Alivari, what are you doing? I'm trying to figure out what that green blur was. Why don't you make me an insight check? If you roll above, if you get above a ten, you know that it's her. If you don't, then maybe you're still kind of second guessing yourself. Uh, it's ten. <laughs> yeah, no, you you absolutely are positive that it's got to be her. You don't know how, but you think it's her. And you guys can see that smoke is starting to pour out of the um, <laughs> the upper rooms of the crossing house of the crossing house. Okay. We are just helping this town to death. no just let me help you (laughs) I saw the general direction as just being toward the well I'm assuming no she's still inside the crossing house Um, oh I was looking in a window yep that's why you lost line of sight of her oh okay I misunderstood where I saw the blur 
no, my that's my fault. I should have described it better. I'm going to hold my action until she exits, and I'm going to try to hit her with my bow, and I'm going to yell, Valk, she's really fast! Because <laughs> that's going to help. And I am going to give him, with that phrase, but I think you can get her! I'm going to give him some bardic inspiration. <laughs> All right. So what is that? I get an extra, like, what, D8 die? D8. Okay. And that's to add to any roll that I want? Yes. All right. So uh, can I make another perception roll to see if I see her yet? Yeah, go ahead. God damn it. Like the 120 perception and then like everything else has been back to normal. So that's only a six. You're you're looking around frantically like trying to find any inkling of where this woman could be and you see absolutely nothing. You're just staring at the crossing house waiting for something to happen. Alivari. I'm going to be patient and I'm going to use my best thieves ability to stay hidden as much as I can. Why don't you roll me a stealth check? Okay. 17. I mean, aside from the fact that you're in, you know, open sunlight, you feel like you're doing a pretty decent job of hiding behind this Adirondack chair. <laughs> of course I do. I'm amazing. <laughs> so, Alivari, you see that the one door on the crossing house sort of swings aside and that blur starts to come out and you can take your shot at it if you'd like. Of course I would. That's a 20 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. <laughs> that is uh, eight damage. All right. Not quite the minimum, but real close. This blur comes screaming towards you, Alivari, and you... Like, when it stops for a second, you see that it is this elven woman, and she does not look anywhere near as hurt as she should from all of that, all of those spells and things that you guys just threw into that room. Uh-huh. And you don't know if uh, she healed herself or if she is Resistant. ridiculously powerful or what this, what this is, but she does not look as fucked up as she should. But there is an arrow sticking out of her and it's <laughs> bleeding fairly profusely. And she is going to take a full attack action against you. Blended. Which is two swords and a pistol. Oh, fuck. Oof. The first uh, is a 19. Second is a 23. Fuck. And the third one is 16. Uh, yep. Oh, okay. Well, this I'm is going to be real squishy. Yeah, this is going to be bad. If I'm still alive, I have hellish rebuke, though. That's probably a pretty big if, Kim. Uh-huh. Um, the first... So the first sword strike you are going to take... So 12 slashing and 6 necrotic damage. And actually, you can choose when you do your reaction. So you can get your hellish rebuke off before you get knocked out. Okay. Because I'm pretty positive that you're going down. Awesome. She's going down. I point my finger at her. She's surrounded by flames. You have to make a deck saving throw. 
And you get... 21? Yeah, I figured. 22 points of fire damage. All right. She is starting to look rough again. Hey, I did a thing. And so the second attack is 18 slashing and one necrotic. And then the six gun is 11. I am barely up. Okay, then she's going to action surge. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Fuck. she is. Um, so 18 on the first one? Yep. All right. I'll be honest, I thought for sure that you were going to lie to her and be like, oh yeah, we'll go get you, Igmit. No big deal. Well, that's what I was trying <laughs> um, to do. Well, Falk already kind of fucking ruined it by making her levitate. <laughs> um, so the first attack is fucking 15 slashing. Yeah, I'm down. One necrotic. Yep. That's enough. All right. And then... I mean, to be uh, fair, when has Falk ever done something like that? (laughs) No, that's fair. I mean, I just... I don't know what the fuck I thought you were going to do. You thought Alivari was going to talk sense into him? (laughs) Something? I don't fucking know. (laughs) This is not... I mean, don't get me wrong. Polly went down. This is great. Alivari was... No. Yeah. And she is going to expend the rest of her movement... uh, just speeding towards you, Falk, and so that is going to be another uh, another 40 feet, and she is going to shoot a pistol shot at you. Uh, 17? That hits. All right. And that will be for 17. And so to kind of describe what happens, she comes out and is, like, from your perspective, Falk, she is moving so utterly fast, it's ridiculous. Like, you see just a couple of slashes and hear a gunshot, and Alivari is just crumpled on the ground, and then immediately the blur starts coming towards you, and another gunshot rings out, and you can just feel this pain in your side, and you almost don't even realize that it was her that shot you at first, because all of this happened so fast. Like, you thought it maybe could be a stray bullet, but then sense kind of comes back to you and it is uh, going to be your turn. How far away from me is she? Uh, She is about 60 feet away from you. All right, that's going to get weird. Um, I'm going to cast... (laughs) I'm going to cast Water Walk on myself. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, my my gauntlet sort of closed this uh, blue haze for, uh, like, you know, just a quick, like spark of of light from it and I'm going to um, hold my movement until she gets like close enough to where I think that like right before she gets to me I can just uh, dive backwards into this well. Alright that is definitely weird Um, (laughs) Alivari death saving throw please 11 And on Deputy Portnoy's turn, he sprints out from behind his cover, and he actually grabs onto your uh, onto your body, Alivari, and he starts to drag you back towards his office. And thanks. He actually has a little bit of a medicine skill, so maybe he'll be able to stabilize you. Okay. Well, um, I'm gonna. He's gonna have to wait until next turn, though, because he used a full dash dash action to pull you in there. Sure. And so that will bring us to our good friend. And she is just going to keep sprinting towards you, Falk. Um, so go ahead and do your thing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I jumped down the well. 
question. Is that like landing on concrete then? Uh, it says um, as if it were harmless soft ground or harmless solid ground. But then it, it like also goes on to mention that like creatures crossing molten lava can still um, take damage from the heat. So it's up to you to determine that, um, you know, whether it's going to be like fall damage or not. But it does say as if it were harmless solid ground. Why don't you make me an acrobatics check? All right. You have an item for that. Finally, something good. 16 plus whatever <laughs> my acrobatics is. Um, so, oh, which is six, so 22. So have you ever seen the American Ninja Warrior where they jump up and they have to like brace themselves in between the two walls? Yeah. Spider climb. I think that when you fall back, you kind of just like push your arms and legs into the well enough to just kind of slow yourself down so that you aren't just going to hit this as though it's solid ground. And yeah, you managed to pull that off and she is kind of looking down at you and she goes, what in the hell did you think that this would do? And she puts her gun into the well and pulls the trigger twice. <laughs> yeah, it's not my turn. So yeah, I guess. Uh... Well, that's a nat one on the first one. So that isn't going to hit. Does it jam? Um, I'll give you a percentage. High or low? Uh, low. You lucky fucking bastard, dude. <laughs> I just rolled a fucking 18 on the percentile and I was going to give you a 20% chance. So she goes to pull the hammer back again and it just won't pull back. And she has to like get the cylinder out and start fucking with it for a second. And it is uh, now your turn. All right. Um, while she's uh, doing that, I cast uh, Dimension Door. Is um, the Winslow household within 500 feet? Of where you are now? Yeah, of the well. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. All right, I, I Dimension Door into the Winslow house. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was a stupid good plan. Like, I did not expect that plan to be that great. <laughs> I am going wow. through some fucking spells, though. <laughs> can I get uh, can I get another death saving throw, please? That's a seven. All right, one failure. And Deputy Portnoy is going to grab onto. He's going to grab onto some of the towels and things that he has uh, on his desk, and he's going to try and patch you up. And I'm going to say that you are stable. He only got a twelve overall, so I don't think that he manages to like bring you back to consciousness, but. You are no longer dying. Huzzah. And so then that will bring us to the elf woman who is pissed, I think, uh, is first and foremost. <laughs> Second, you know what? Why don't you guys roll me a percent or, uh, or I'm going to roll another percentile and one of you guys call high or low. Hi. So if you were out there in the town square you would see that uh, Tathleel and his mother are still making their way to the church. And she is going to move 180 feet towards them, or 160 feet towards them. All right. As soon as I'm in that house, uh, I, I yell out, um, Boris, nuisance, come on, we got to go. It's fighting time. Oh, it, what? How the hell did you get in here, folk? I got the door locked. <laughs> Follow me. And I run out the door uh, towards where I last saw her. 
So you see that Boris, instead of grabbing a gun, he grabs his halberd this time. Ooh, yeah. And then that will bring us to Deputy Portnoy, who is still splashing water on Alivari's face and trying to get her to... Oh, shit! There it is! Um, Alivari, you have one hit point. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, and I just want to be clear. uh, Nuisance is coming with us, too, right? Because I did specifically name him to come, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nuisance is coming. The fucking nuisance. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And so, Deputy Portnoy probably doesn't notice this, but uh, Zuri then starts sprinting even further, and she catches up to Tathleel and his mother, and she just cuts them down. And now it is your turn, Paul. Actually, make me a perception check, because you would have been outside of the Winslow's house, so you might have seen it. God damn it. Six plus one, a seven. Yeah, no, you have no idea. <laughs> what are you doing, Falk? Uh, I'm going to continue uh, towards the well and then, like, you know, just keep on looking around to see if I can um, see. Because I didn't see um, Alivari getting taken off either and stuff. And so I just see an open area with nobody in it, like, where this fight was just taking place. I'm just really confused. Fair. Let me roll initiative for Boris and the nuisance real quick. Sorry. All right, well, Boris is going to be going after Elavari as well. So then that will... Um, so, Falk, you move 60 feet. Uh, you are still quite far away from this combat at this point. Um, Alivari, what are you doing now that you are up? Um, I am going... I'm trying to think of which would be better. Um, it's only magic that's doubled, right? Like, uh, taking a healing Correct. potion wouldn't be? Oh, no, that is too. It's heal. Okay. Um, so can I say that I have one of the healing potions? Yeah, that's fine. Or whatever. Okay. 14 points of healing. And... Nice. You can make me a perception check. Okay. Let's... Um, I'm going to put it at disadvantage because you're kind of far and you're also, you know, inside of... Uh... Now, the office, there isn't a ton of it left, but it's still got a little bit of obstruction. Right. That's... 11. (laughs) Yeah, I think that you probably don't really know where she's at right now. Okay, so I'm going to use my movement and stand up. And uh, I'll I'll try to be hidden as much as I can inside this broken building, but try to peer out and see if I can uh, detect where she is currently. Yeah, uh, you can make me uh, you can make me a real perception check this time then. Okay. Well, the last one was real too, but you know what I mean. I got it, but yeah, that's a nine. Yeah, you're still like okay. I think that at this point you're still just very woozy, and even though your wounds are starting to stitch up and you're not bleeding profusely, you're still not feeling great at this point, and so you're just frantically looking around and. That will bring us to Boris, who is trucking it with his halberd. And uh, the nuisance, who is kind of happily bobbing along behind him. And uh, then Deputy Portnoy is going to look at you, Alivari, and he's going to say, I, I don't think that we can beat her. I, She's just... What the fuck is she? Listen, if we all gang up and we get her, we can do this. Right, right. And he 
sort of shakes his head a little bit and like and just looks like he's trying to psych himself up. We can do this. We 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 can do this. You're right. You're right. You're right. And he uh he kind of like bobs his head a couple more times, pulls both pistols out again, and he starts heading out into the town square towards the well. Okay. And that will bring us to the elf woman. She is going to keep heading towards the church as fast as she can. And so then that will bring us to fall. Is Dottie still tied up um, outside of the crossing house? You wouldn't be able to see it, but yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, make my way towards uh, towards Donnie. Yeah, I- I'm going to dash. And then also, like, just try to keep my eye out for uh, for the elf woman. I'm also yelling back to, um, you know, Boris and the nuisance. Uh, it- it's an elf woman, uh, black hair braid down her back, uh, really, really fast, has a sword and some guns. Go ahead and make another perception. Oh, nice. 19 plus 1, 20. 3020. You can barely see that green blur move on from a couple of uh, a couple of piles that it was standing over and it is barreling towards the church. All right. Um, my plan is uh, still the same because I don't think I'd be able to catch up to her anyway and I'm I'm just going to bolt for for Donnie. All right. It's still it's going to take you uh, quite a few rounds to get there still. All right. Um, and then that will bring us to Alivari. Um, I'm going to use my action to dash, and then I'm going to... I I would see Falk. Is he by the crossing house now? No, he is, he is still making his way up that main thoroughfare. Okay. He just dimensioned himself... He dimensioned Dord basically the entire distance that that spell can go. Like, he went 500 okay. feet... And barely made it into the Winslows. Gotcha. Uh, so if I go sixty feet, can I see down that thoroughfare to see that? I would say yeah, because you're going to be close enough to the well. Okay, so I'm going to then yell toward Falk. Falk, I'm alive. Let's get this bitch and give him some bardic inspiration. Or wait, no, he didn't use it yet, did he? I already got one. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we already got one. <laughs> um, when you say you're alive, though, I do say, uh, quick, get Donnie and bring him over to me. They're heading towards the church. I will go however far it takes for me to get there to yell at him, get my instructions, and then I'll turn around and start heading toward Donnie. All right. Yeah, and your horse is tied up there as well, so you could technically grab Donnie's reins, get on your horse, and start heading towards Falk. Perfect. Boris kind of yells up to you, uh, Falk. Elf woman, braid, moves real fast. I got it. I'm ready. Yep. Um, Question, where the fuck did she come from? Uh, The depths of hell. I don't know. We just need to (laughs) kill that bitch. Right, right, and he'll uh, he'll kind of quicken his pace. <laughs> no offense, Alivari. <laughs> and the Nuzin still doesn't really understand what's going on, and so he's just kind of clapping and dancing along, and Boris kind of, like, grabs him a little bit and, like, pushes him forward, like, we gotta go! And <laughs> I so hope that the Nuzin is still wearing the dress. Oh, absolutely. Like, the news it says yes. the dress and the bonnet and the fucking 
Oh yeah, the whole thing, the whole the whole get up. It has not been taken off at this point. You think that the nuisance probably likes it, judging by the way he keeps twirling and yeah. And so then, that will bring us to the elf woman who is going to slaughter the whole church. Well, she gets to the church and it is definitely going to be barred. And so she is going to start slashing at it with her sword at, at the door with her sword. That seems inefficient, but okay. Also, really bad for sword care. And that will be her turn. Falk, what are you doing? All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to continue running up the thoroughfare. Um, like, I'm still trying to go generally towards where uh, Donnie is, but um, now that Alabari is heading that way. Like, you know, I'm kind of glad that she'll be able to get him over to me, like, quicker. Mm-hmm. So, Alavari, it is your turn. And right. you can get to your horse and Donnie in this turn. All right. I'm going to get to my horse, jump up on it, and grab Donnie and start riding back toward him. So, you will be able to take a dash action on your horse the next turn that you take, then. Okay. And then that will bring us to Portnoy, who continues charging towards uh, this area. And he's actually, he levels his purple pistol and he's going to hit. Yay! From all that distance away. You would imagine that there's something super fucking magical about this pistol because there's no way that he should be able to make that shot. Yay, magic guns. Oh, shit. Okay. Alivari, you can see Deputy Portnoy. He's beyond the well by maybe 10 feet at this point. Um, and he just stops for a second, puts one hand under the under the butt of his gun and just levels it for a moment and pulls the trigger. And you see basically a purple laser Ooh. just nice. go straight towards her. And, and now you know exactly where she is, Alivari. Okay. So that helped twofold. Nice shot, Portnoy. I knew you could do it. He gives you kind of a steely nod, and uh, then Boris and the Nuisance continue uh, following Falk. And why don't you make me a perception check, Alivari? Uh, <laughs> that's a uh, 12. You're very focused on what you're doing at this point, I think. <laughs> Falk, your turn, sir. Yep, I, I just continue uh, running to try to catch up with um, with Alivari and Donnie. Alivari, you can add a dash, get Donnie to Falk at this point then. Perfect. All right, so you kick your spurs into your horse and yeah! it starts charging forward. And Donnie is lagging behind just a little bit, but he manages to keep up just barely. And you get over to Falk and kind of just toss the reins into his hand. And Falk, you can get on your... Uh, your donkey um, right after that. Before I actually get on him, I uh, like go straight to the, the side saddle there and or the side um, uh, bag or whatever and flip open the, the flap on it and then pull out the old battery pack that I've had attached to this um, dynamite plunger for a while. Oh god. And uh, <laughs> I'm like I've already done enough stupid stuff today. What's one more going to hurt? And um, I kind of cradle it in my arms as I get up on Donnie and uh, get in the saddle and, and start riding. All right. 
Now it's Portnoy's turn. So yeah, you do all that stuff, that's fine, but you won't be able to move until your turn. Um, Portnoy turns and he yells to you, Alivari, I think we, I think we fucking heard her. She's leaving. She's, she's jet, she's headed out into the fucking desert. What are you serious? She headed, she's headed northeast. Well, let's keep going. She's got to pay. That kind of looked like haste that she was using before. If I remember correctly, people that use that shit, like get fucking tired after it wears off. That might be our moment. All right, let's go. Portnoy, was she on a horse? Nah, just sprinting. Just running as fast as she could. Which is pretty fucking fast, I'll tell you what. Cowabunga it is. (laughs) (laughs) So that will bring us to her turn, and she's going to continue doing her thing. And then, Falk, it is your turn. Yeah, I'm dashing. Northeast. All right. So you make up a you make up a hundred feet, but I mean, you guys are still pretty far away from where that church is. Um, so that will bring us to Alivari. Oh, by the way, did we put uh, Boris and, and Nuisance on our backs uh, on the back of our steeds? Y- you guys definitely didn't say you did, so I'm assuming nope. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Whoops. I have nothing to really assist other than just riding like the wind. So I guess that's what I'm doing. And you start heading uh, 120 feet towards the church then. And uh, Boris and the nuisance get, uh, they get out distanced by you guys very quickly. I yell behind me, uh, get a horse and follow us. Right, right. Yep. Uh, yeah, we're heading back to the Winslows, I guess then. And... <laughs> 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 There's no other horses tied up in town or anything. <laughs> oh, are you going to tell Boris to steal one if he has to? Steal one if you have to. Um Oh, all right. And he runs over to the blacksmiths and uh just grabs this kind of old nag that uh was hitched up outside of it and jumps onto it with uh and grabs the nuisance by its dress and sets it on the back <laughs> or no he sets it on the front he's, he's got the news it's right where you can see him at all times because he lost him once <laughs> it's gonna be poked with all those needles <laughs> and uh deputy portnoy starts sprinting in the direction of the church as well and you guys definitely have no idea where she's at at this point and portnoy is like I fucking lost her. I, I I can't see her anymore. I don't know. I don't know where she is. I assume she's c- going to continue heading in that direction, though. And it is your turn, Falk. Okay. So, um, uh, can I make a perception check to um look over towards the church? Yeah, absolutely. It, it might even be an investigation check because what I'm like going on now is I know that she's like steeped in magic. I want to make sure that we're not, um, you know, chasing a, an illusion spell. And so I want to look at the door of that church and see if there's like, um, if it's been opened or closed or if it's like, you know, still being fucked with. Why don't you go ahead and roll me, uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me investigation, but at disadvantage because it's pretty far. So 18. You don't think that there's anything really amiss with uh, with the door. It doesn't appear to be open. It, it appears to be barred shut at this point still. Okay. Well, I'm going to continue uh, riding that way then. 
still. All right. So you are at this point about uh, about 100 feet away from the church. You can get there next turn. Um, Alivari, if you ride, because your, your horse is a little bit faster than Falk's is. Sure. So you will be about 60 feet away if you decide to take another dash action. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm doing. All right, so you are 60 feet away from the church at this point. All right, it's your turn, Falk. At this point, I'm going to cast a message to Zuri. What's the range on your message? Um, 120 feet. Yeah, you definitely can't message her. Oh, okay. Well, I, I still attempt to and say, oh, what's the matter? Are you scared? <laughs> um, I guess, like, uh, after I do the message, uh, can I do, like, a survival check or something to see if I see any tracks on the ground? Yeah, go ahead. Not great at survival, but it's worth a shot. Um, and 11. You definitely can see that there is a little bit of blood on the porch. However, you follow it uh, for a second. Um, you are no longer going to be able to dash because this is your action. Mm -hmm. And you follow it around the corner. And you're having trouble finding it leading further. Like, there's a decent little pile on the steps of the church. There's a little bit where she kind of turned the corner and then you feel like you lose the trail. But maybe if you took some uh, extra time, you might be able to pick it back up again. Or All right. if you found your fucking tracker, he could definitely follow this shit. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> so I have um, my cunning action that I can use for dash purposes. Can I also roll a survival check? As I'm dashing, to see if I can follow. At disadvantage, because you're going to be moving very Too quickly fast. when you do it. Yeah. I mean, it's worth a shot. No, for sure. Like, I'm not against it. Fuck. A 20 and a 3. <laughs> so that's 5. I think you just keep barreling northeast, and you think you think that you can see some breaks in uh, in the brush up ahead. Uh -huh. And you think that that's definitely her trail. Okay. Falk, I think she's this way. All right, let's get moving. And the other folks who are pretty far behind you guys at this point. So I'm just going to, I'm going to have them catch up if you guys do stop at some point. Um, and Falk, it is your turn. All right. So, uh, yeah, I make for the, um, the hole in the brush and, um, survival check to, to see if I can keep on following the trail. Alright, yeah, um, you're only going to be able to move the 50 feet then. That's fine. And so Alivari is going to be out distancing you uh, quite a bit. Alright, that was a natural one. <laughs> you are 100% positive that Alivari is on this trail. Like, she is on the trail. Like, you are positive that she is going the right direction and oh, okay. you just need to follow Alivari. Alright, uh, let's keep keep moving. I'm going to look behind me and see that Falk is quite a ways back. I'm going to slow down to a normal movement. Falk! Okay. Come on! Yeah, I'm coming. It's, it's a fucking donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Donnie. I didn't mean that. And I, like, rub his mane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm... Um, 
going to slow down and then try to do a survival check again to make sure that I'm going the right direction. And that is a whole whopping 11. This trail is rather well broken and you can easily follow it. Oh, okay. And the last one that uh, will bring us to you, Falk. I want to like kind of take a, a broad look around to see uh, see if I see anyone um, like up in the distance ahead or anything. All right, go ahead and uh, make me a perception check. God damn it! That's a four on the die, so a five. <laughs> it's too bright out here, dude. I did not think that her getting away was gonna be this fucking easy, but <laughs> apparently it is. Alamari, <laughs> why don't you make me another survival check? This time at advantage as your, uh, but it'll be after you move down and I won't t- steal your action. Okay. That's a 20. Something occurs to you that this trail is way too well broken and you wonder, you start to wonder if it's a game trail. Ah, fuck. I don't think this is the right way. What? I was sure that you were you had the right one. I thought I did too, but now that I look at it, this looks more like where the antelope and the whatnot would be going. Oh, damn it. Um, let's head back to the church. And I, like, pull on the reins and kind of yank Donnie back around and start going back that way. <sighs> you guys can be out of initiative at this point. Okay. Can I make one more look at the horizon? You absolutely may. Okay. That's a 15. I mean, it looks it looks like the sun is starting to get ready to go down. You know, you've got all those beautiful pinks and and orange colors starting to shoot out into the sky and stuff and the horizon is just beautiful, but there is absolutely nothing out of the ordinary about it. She's going to come back and we're going to be in trouble, folk. Yeah. You're telling me. Shit. (sighs) Maybe you can ask your boyfriend for help. Well, if I knew where he was right now, that would certainly be helpful. So we're riding back to town and... I assume we're going to go try to, like, clean up the mess as much as we can. Yeah. Okay. So where do you guys want to go first? The church. All right. So you uh, you go back to the church, and so what are you going to do, like, knock on the door and try and get him to open, or what? Yeah, I will message um, Andrea. Okay. And, uh... Uh, Andrea, uh, this is Falk, obviously. Um, we're, we're outside. Um, she got away. I, I'm really sorry. Um, she almost killed, uh, Alivari. Uh, uh, she rung my bell pretty good. And we tried chasing her. She's just too fast. Uh, but we need to, we need to make a plan. So, uh, I got some others here that that may be able to help. A second later, um, 
you just kind of wait for a response from Andrea and the door opens and you can see that Pastor Breakfast is standing there with his with his priestly frock on and he says come on in I, I can't help but look like kind of ashamed as I you know see him and I start walking in amongst all the people and everybody is just looking at you for answers many of them are weeping at this point um you would imagine that uh, since there are windows in this building, they were probably watching, or some of them might have been watching what was going on out there, and so they would have probably seen uh, Tathleel and his mother get cut down. And Andrea is inconsolable. She's just holding on to Prentice right now and just sobbing, rocking back and forth. Things uh, are getting worse, if you couldn't already tell. This is something that we're all going to have to be a part of in defending this town. If you have weapons, anything, you need to get them, and we need to start developing a plan. Deputy Portnoy goes, we can go talk to Pa, and he'll, uh, he'll, he'll give us some weapons, that's, that's for sure. Um, she mentioned in the room back there, before you showed up that she went to the gun shop oh fuck fuck no 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 he he's a tough old bastard but he fuck Elevari will just silently put a hand on his shoulder yep yeah, we should go and, and check on him one of y'all mind walking in first is is uh, fuck and he starts to very slowly make his way towards his father's shop yeah I start to walk out too and then like right before I get out of the door um oh yeah my uh the the man who's been helping uh the deputy for the last few days he's gonna come in here and, and help with you guys uh real quick and um kind of a thing he's he's got a, a dog in a in a dress with him in <laughs> um just felt like you needed to know that before yeah, and he just struggles to find any words and then eventually just puts his hands down and walks out with uh portnoy are you going with them then alivari um so i'm speechless at the moment and i'm gonna pick up my f- my violin and I'm just going to silently weep and play some very sad melody like just kind of almost like a dirge basically yeah like a funeral dirge like a a really slow um, this version this area's version of Amazing Grace whatever that happens to be okay I think some of the people join in um, singing the lyrics to it because it just kind of takes away from everything for a moment. Mm-hmm. But everything is very solemn and you can every once in a while just hear the the gasps of, uh, of breath from Andrea as she just cannot seem to get over herself even with the music and even with all of her friends and family around her. She just seems inconsolable at this moment oh yeah and I just have tears 
running down my face as I'm playing. And Falk, you and uh, Deputy Portnoy, uh, you reach the guns, the gun shop. All right. And he kind of looks at you and says, uh, "I don't want to go in there." I understand. But I'm, 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 I'm the deputy of this this town, though, and uh, let's go. And he opens up the door, and it uh, it creaks open. It's um. It's definitely still broken from when Tom went in there, but it doesn't seem any further broken at all. All right. Um, what do I see? There is no one. You just see the racks of guns. The, um, the glass has been cleaned up off of the floor at this point, and he's got the magical weapons um, sitting on that, uh, in that showcase. There's just no glass around them at this point. And the door to the back room is currently shut. Um, I'll go back to the to the door, and then um, before I open it, I I look up towards uh, Portnoy. He gives you a solemn nod. I open the door and walk in. You immediately see on the ground is Patrick Portnoy's gaunt form deep rends of sword marks across his chest a large pool of blood under him and he seems very gray at this point I just kind of look at the ground and shake my head let out a deep sigh and then I turn back towards um, towards Port and I and um, kind of shake my head no like you know, he didn't make it. He immediately punches the wall and just seems like he doesn't doesn't know what kind of an outlet to let his frustration out with. And he then just walks back outside and, and you sort of can see him standing out in front of the gun shop and he's got his hands on his hips and he's looking up at the sky. I give him, like... At least, like, a good, you know, moment alone. And, and then, like, I slowly walk up behind him and, and you know, put an arm on his shoulder. I'm like, we are going to fry that bitch. I know. I know. This is a crime scene, and we got to look for clues. Yeah. Just, uh, why don't you start without me and I'll, uh, I'll come in. I gotta go talk to Rebecca right quick and then, then it's all business, I promise. Yeah, sure. like to support LCP DND, head over to patreon.com slash LCP DND and
pledge any amount of money. Rate and review our show on your favorite podcast platform. Post about us on social media, letting people know you like the show. Having our name appear to people repeatedly keeps us on their radar, so that publicity helps a lot. You can join our Discord server if you'd like to play TTRPGs with us. Find the link in the description of this episode or at lcpdnd.com. This is the last episode of Fillmore's Crossing this month, as the next two weeks will feature our holiday special, which does take place in Farport, but will be focused on a different story. Come January, though, everything will be back on schedule. Follow us on Twitter at LCPDND. Follow our DM, Tim Demuse, at Ida Grab Your Gun. Chris Riley, who plays Falk, at Chris Riley LCP. Kim Metzger, who plays Alavari, at Metzgirl, that's M E T Z Girl. Find her also on the podcasts Beholder's Eye and Service Desk. Wesley Sullivan, who plays Igmit, at Wide Wide West. I'm Brian Bridges, the player of Tom, at Manly Brian. Thank you for listening to our story thus far, and we hope you'll continue to support the show as we keep releasing new content. We'll see you next week for our two-part Christmas special. Happy Holidays. <laughs>